Welcome to the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. Today, I have on the show, Matt Bennett. Matt Bennett is a holistic health educator, certified detoxification specialist, and certified raw food chef and educator. Hey, Matt, thank you for being on the Raw Food Health Empowerment Podcast. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so tell us about your raw vegan journey. How did you get here? What inspired you? Oh, gosh. Well, uh, actually, a lot of things uh, went into my inspiration to get into this lifestyle. Um, The first thing that I can really remember, though, is about when I was some like 16 or 17. um, I started to experience uh, a little more hair coming off onto my comb when I would get ready in the morning. And so I just, you know, started to see more and more of that. And I was starting to get really concerned, um, you know, about losing my hair. And so that was one of the, the first kind of wake up moments for me that, um, you know, got me looking at food for a solution. And I had always grown up with the idea that food made a difference in how your, you know, your body uh, performed and how it looked. And so, you know, I started looking up different ways on the internet for how to stop hair loss or how to regrow hair. And what I came up with was to eat a lot of protein. Uh, A lot of the sites um, pretty much said, eat a lot of beef, chicken, eggs, uh, dairy products. And I I was already eating a lot of those foods, Um, but uh, I just started eating more. Uh, And the other thing was it, it mentioned a lot of spinach, you know? So, Um, I really took to that and I started eating a lot of spinach salads um, with a lot of animal products in them. And so um, that kind of, you know, it got me into the habit of eating uh, a decent sized salad, you know, on a regular basis. Um, It it did not uh, regrow my hair, unfortunately, but uh, I've come to terms with that. I'm, I'm fine with that, but um, you know, I am happy that it happened because it really, um, it got me into that habit of, of making salads and enjoying green leafy vegetables. Uh, besides that, um, there was other, you know, influences. Uh, my mom was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Um, so that was an, uh, an inspiration for me to look deeper into um, you know, what really promotes health within the body. And, and so I was looking for solutions for her. Um, you know, also I I've always been into, you know, I've always wanted to be, you know, athletic and, you know, somewhat muscular. So, you know, just looking for ways to improve my athletic performance, uh, things like that. And so, yeah, um, one, one day, Um, so I guess I'll back up to right after college, I, um, I was dealing with a lot of, so I was a little bit overweight, um, mostly around my midsection. Um, I, you know, I grew up with asthma as well. So that was an issue for me growing up and and that impacted my, um, my athletic performance. And so, um, I actually, at, at that time, I didn't realize there was anything that I could do about the asthma. Um, But it was really my, it was toxic thinking. Um, It was just 
fatigue a lot. I was just tired a lot. And um, so that was also, those were issues that were also pushing me in the direction of trying to be healthier and, and look for healthier foods to eat. Um, one day I came across a radio station that was talking about juice fasting. And, you know, for whatever reason that sparked my interest and, and it seemed like something that I would, you know, enjoy giving a try. And so I meant to go just a few days, like two or three days of, of juicing. And the funny thing is before I, I heard that podcast or that radio station, uh, my brother had actually given me a juicer uh, that he wasn't using anymore. It was a Jack LaLanne uh, juicer, like one of the, the old timer ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and so I, I took that off the shelf and because I hadn't even really barely used it. Uh, and I started just juicing uh, so like apples, cucumber, uh, celery, um, you know, oranges, things like that. And, and I really liked it. And so I, I embarked on this, this little juice fast that I meant to go like two or three days. And I ended up going 10 days. Wow. And so, yeah. So I, I lost a lot of weight uh, doing that. Um, my, my like fatigue and my brain fog and my toxic thinking cleared up. Like I was just blown away. I like, it was just so significant, the amount of, you know, clarity that I was feeling and I was feeling so light and, and just healthy. Mm -hmm. And so I, I just realized like, wow, I'm, I'm not eating this high protein, uh, you know, animal product heavy diet that I, I have been reading that I need to consume in order to be, you know, healthy, muscular, uh, you know, all those things and, and have healthy hair. Um, and so I realized, yeah, I haven't been eating any of those things. And all I've been having is just fresh pressed fruits and vegetable juices for 10 days. And I feel this good. Uh, and so I that, that was really a big eye opener for me. Um, that got me really on the path of raw foods. Uh, and so, yeah, that, that's where I started. And then from there, I just started watching documentaries and reading books like the China study. Um, I came across some people on YouTube, like Dan McDonald, Life Regenerator, uh, John Kohler was another one and Dr. Robert Morse. So those were kind of like, those were like my three you know, main guys. <laughs> yeah, those are my three main guys that uh, really inspired me. And I was just learning so much from them. And, and yeah, so from there, it was just gradual progression towards more and more raw foods in my diet. And, and it's been amazing ever since. That's awesome. The, the point about um, toxic thinking, like I've heard uh, raw foodies say this before, like I, I used to have toxic thinking, I went raw and it, it cleared it up. Like how help people understand how food can affect thinking, thoughts, like how? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, and, and I think, you know, some of the things I think we kind of know and some are just kind of mysterious and how it works. Um, you know, for people that believe in kind of the metaphysical aspect of food, uh, when we take in the foods, you know, animals that are coming from slaughterhouses and the fear and the pain and the agony that they feel before they're slaughtered and, and when they were raised, um, we kind of, 
you know, some people believe that we take on that energy that they felt. And so that can affect our, our thoughts and our emotional state. Um, but also it's, you know, those foods are clogging to our arteries. Um, they clog up our lymphatic system. And so that impacts the oxygen to our brains, that impacts our microbiome. And so all these things can affect how we think and, and you know, the thoughts um, that are, you know, running through our heads. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a great explanation. I like that. Especially the point about the microbiome, because there's a lot of research right now about how our gut bacteria affects, you know, our mental state um, and mental illness right now, which is on the rise. So that's, that's really good that you mentioned that. So your big thing is salads, like on your YouTube channel, which is phenomenal. Uh, you have all these great salad recipes and I noticed like for, for most people on the standard American diet, I would consider their salads to be anemic. <laughs> what, right. do you, what do you think are the common mistakes people are making when they put a salad together? Cause their salads don't look anything like your salads. Yeah, so there's, there's a few things. Um, and and that's, a, that's really the thing that uh, inspired me to, to write my last ebook. Um, is just seeing how, how people put together their salads and, and just the, the, uh, the view that they have on salads. You know, it's kind of like a chore or, you know, they just don't really enjoy eating it. And so some of the things I noticed were, one, people just weren't having, there's just not enough calories in their, in their salads. That's, you know, maybe a couple hundred calories of, of, you know, a few greens and maybe some carrot slices and maybe a few tomatoes. Um, and, and we can put so much more into a salad to make it so satisfying and enjoyable. And the, the calorie content is a big reason it, it influences the dopamine response in our brains and in our gut. And, and so that is one of the things that makes us feel so good when we're, when we're eating whatever we're eating. And so the higher calorie foods give us a higher dopamine response. And so if we can just pack in some really nutrient dense, you know, caloric uh, foods into our salads, that can really bring up the satisfaction of it. And so that's one of the things that I promote people do is just make sure you're getting in enough calories and, and that's going to help a lot. Uh, one of the other things is I feel like people just don't prepare their ingredients very well. Um, they just like quick rough rough chop it and they just throw it in in like big chunks. Um, having nice, small, you know, finely chopped ingredients, making it really easy to chew. Uh, those are some of the, the thing, the little, the little tweaks people can make to uh, make their salad a little more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. um, and also just having variety, you know, putting more, more colors and textures into the food or into the salad uh, that you know, that makes a big difference, uh, just the varieties. Like I said, you know, just a few tomatoes or carrots in a salad probably isn't going to be that exciting. But when you start putting in sprouts and maybe some kimchi um, and some beets or, you know, even some fruits. Some you know, people that, don't know where to find kimchi. So <laughs> where is yeah. that in the grocery store? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. So it's, it's going to be in the refrigerated section. Um, and what is and, it? What kind so of kim flavor does it add? Yeah, so it's it's a uh, spicy. Um, it's like a sauerkraut, 
um, but it's spicier. And so it, it's, um, it's a fermented food. It's, so it's, it's a little salty. Um, so people that are sensitive to salt might want to go light on that. Um, or you can make your own and, and then you can control the salt content. It's actually pretty easy to make. Um, and it's kind of fun too. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, a lot of Asian markets or Asian food stores will have different fermented foods like kimchi and sauerkraut and things like that. Um, but most, most grocery stores will have it as well. So, um, it's gonna, in the one that I go to, it's, it's, uh, well, there's like a health food spot and you can just get it in there. It's in the re refrigerated section. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a nice salty, spicy uh, addition to the salad that kind of just gives it a little zest that mm -hmm. I think uh, can be helpful for people. Um, yeah, and then I guess one other thing I would say is when, when people are trying to increase the caloric uh, density of their salad, um, a lot of times they resort to a little too much fat and they're put in like three avocados or, you know, a couple, like an avocado and some like olive oil or, you know, a bunch of olives, um, which, which I have no problem with olives or, or avocados, but it's, it's the fat content. So fat is, is nine calories per gram and carbs and protein are four calories per gram. So when you start adding, especially things like oil, you know, you can really ramp up the, the concentrated calories quite a bit. And that can affect digestion. It can just affect how you feel afterwards. Um, and so it can just make you feel a little sluggish. And so um, I think having, you know, a, a decently low or moderately low fat content to your salad and just really to your overall diet in general, I think for me personally and just the people that I've worked with uh, and the research that I've done, that seems to be the the most optimal way to go is to have low to moderate fat um, in your diet in general, um, but especially also in your in your salads. Mm -hmm. I love that you mentioned that because the point you're making is about energy and not feeling like lethargic after, which is a great point. I find that like with folks who are transitioning from a standard American diet to a raw vegan lifestyle, that is actually a great starting point because you get that you know, heavy satiated feeling. Yeah. Um, and you still lose weight. Like if that's the goal, <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's weight loss is, is one thing. I mean, for me personally, I, I lost like 30 or 40 pounds just without even trying to mm -hmm. switching over to this diet. Um, and so it's, it's amazing how, you know, people transform their bodies just eating more fresh whole foods uh and and it's it's not like something that you have to hit the gym really hard five to seven days a week you know it, once your body starts to get these foods that it was really you know designed to to incorporate into itself um you know it knows exactly how to how to metabolize and incorporate what it needs to and get rid of what it doesn't um as opposed to a lot of these animal products and processed foods that most people are, are consuming and the body just, you know, it accumulates a lot of excess weight that way. And so the, re the fresh hydrating fiber, fiber um, you know, rich diets of, of raw fruits and vegetables, 
that is a, a great way for people to drop some extra weight uh, and boost their energy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You listed some foods that are great to add to salads. I'm just wondering, like, what are your favorite foods to add to salads? And do you do all the flavors, like have salty and sweet and all the things in one or in separate salads? Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty much. I, I do kind of include all of the different uh, tastes in there. Um, you know, some, honestly, one of my favorite things is sprouts. Um, so that's not necessarily salty or, or sweet or anything like that, but it's, it's, uh, it gives a nice crunch. And so I think even just the mouthfeel mm-hmm. is an important factor in, in how satiating the salad is going to be. Um, I like experience. (laughs) It is exactly. And and I mean, people, if they've never sprouted before, it's, it's an amazing, uh, experience to grow your own food. And if you don't have, you know, space in your yard, if you have a yard to do a garden, uh, you know, it doesn't matter where you live. You can live in an apartment, you know, a studio, whatever, uh, you can grow sprouts on your countertop, uh, with just a jar some seeds and some water. And, and the, the process of growing your food, I think everybody should experience and, and just have a part of their life because the freshness of, of homegrown sprouts is, is a great addition to a salad, um, both for mouthfeel, for nutrition, uh, and just for you know, making it fun. It's, it's fun to grow your own food and incorporate, incorporate that into your diet. Um, so sprouts are, are one of my favorite things to add into salads. Um, but also, you know, I just, I like to include a lot of different colors into my, into my salad. So really anywhere that I can get some, some really nice colors, like even purple cabbage, uh, red onion, um, uh, even mushrooms, you know, mushrooms are some, some good additions too. Uh, whether it's shiitake mushrooms or just button mushrooms, uh, cremini mushrooms, you know, there's a lot of different mushrooms you can add in if, if you enjoy mushrooms. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, it's just, you know, tomato, it's, it's really the, the basics, tomatoes, carrots, um, you know, beets, you know, things like that, anything you can get some, some nice color in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but actually one of, one of the most important things that I have found to, uh, to create a great salad is the dressing mm-hmm. and, and having a nice, delicious dressing that's, um, you know, depending on how uh, thin or, or creamy you want it, you can adjust that if you know how to make a good salad dressing. Um, and I do recommend that people learn how to make their own homemade salad dressings because, um, you know, it, it, again, it's, it's just the, the love and intent you can put into it, but it's, it's also, you know, what's in it, you know, exactly what's in it. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the, the store-bought uh, dressings are full of different uh, flavorings and and salts and oils and things like that. And xanthan gum, what's that? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, where, where'd that come from? Like even the healthy ones. Like, why do we need this? <laughs> exactly. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. so these companies are are putting things in there that are going to extend shelf life and and things like that. And so probably not the greatest thing for our health. And so if we can avoid those things, um, I think it's a great idea. And, and it's so simple to make a really nice, delicious salad dressing. 
And so that's you that's had one that I saved and I got all the ingredients yesterday with awesome. Cajun um, spice, which I love and almond butter, or you probably use actual almonds, but I plan to use almond butter. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, Cause I'm like, I, it's just, I just, I don't know. I just like using almond butter for, or any kind of nut butters for dressings cause of the yeah. creaminess, you know? Right. But I'm dying to try it. Cause when I saw it, I was like, yes, this, I like this mix. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's the almond. I don't even actually have like a, an official name for that dressing, but I, I actually just made that one last night. It's just, yeah. An almond Cajun uh, dressing. Yeah. It's delicious. And, yeah. And yeah, I think the, I, I do put whole almonds in, but I think the almond butter will work just fine too. Yeah. Yeah. And even like, I noticed like with your salads, you have hella huge bowl, like, yeah, <laughs> you know? <yeah. laughs> um, so like when you're making your salads, you were talking earlier about calories. Are you going for more so like, um, like calorie, you're counting the calories of what you're putting in the dressing or the whole salad, or you, you know, counting like how many pounds of greens you're putting in there? Like how exactly are you estimating, okay, this is a meal? Yeah, so I don't actually count the calories. Um, I've never been really drawn to that um, that type of a, a mindset where I need mm -hmm. to count my calories, especially, you know, like I said, when you when you eat fresh whole fruits and vegetables, um, the body knows how to to process them in a way where it's going to take what it needs and, and get rid of what it doesn't. So I'm, I'm not a huge, you know, other than maybe in the first few weeks of, of getting into this lifestyle and diet, um, just so you know where you're at calorie wise, and just so you can judge maybe if you need to increase it or decrease it. Um, but yeah, calorie wise, I just, I just think if you don't feel satisfied after you have a salad, um, or if you're craving something after the salad, you know, you have a sweet tooth or, or you, you find yourself, you know, digging for an, a little extra something after the, after the meal. Um, I think that's a sign that you don't have enough calories in your salad. Um, and so having, you know, yeah, it's like the whole, the whole package of, of the greens, of the additional ingredients you got in there, uh, and of the dressing to, to make sure that you're getting uh, a healthy, calorically satiating salad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That makes sense. So if you have a sweet tooth after, then you should have included like fruits or something in the dressing or in the salad or something like raisins or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even, um, you know, if people do find themselves craving sweets after the, after a salad or, or after their meal, um, I like the idea of having some fruit before the salad, you know, have like a couple apples or oranges or bananas, you know, whatever, whatever fruits people like um, to give you that, that carbohydrate and that sweet feeling. Mm -hmm. um, and that way, you, you, a lot of times that helps people get rid of that sweet craving for like, you know, after the meal. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's worth a try. I know in my experience, like every time I have salt, I crave sugar after. Okay. And so 
I'll have a salad regardless of how big I need some fruit, you know, (laughs) or a juice or something um, to get that sweetness in my mouth. Uh, And I I tend to stay away from like using fruits and salad dressings. I've just never been into it. I don't know. I cannot, other than, you know, lemon, you know, the the basics, you know, but like mangoes and stuff. I just, for some reason, you know, I'm gonna have to like be out somewhere and try it when I'm in an adventurous mood. And I know like most of the people listening, this is going to be, you know, you have to be adventurous because you're like, you know, I hear this. It sounds like it's good, but I'm not sure. You know, people get really picky when it comes to food. But if you're on this weight loss journey and a raw vegan journey, like this is the biggest area of opportunity because this is dinner, you know, Um, like, like all the stuff you said, and sweet potatoes and like all the things, you know? Cause I'm like, for me, like I promote a high raw vegan diet. I find um, having root vegetables, like I like root vegetables. Um, I like caramelized onions, you know? Mm. And caramelized onions and maple glaze, um, walnuts and pecans and putting that in a a salad, I'm telling you, changes your life. You're like, oh my gosh. I, I wasn't even eating a salad before. Like, this is a salad, you know? Right. right. So, so this, it's a huge area of opportunity, you know? Yeah, for sure. And, and I, I agree. I, a lot of people, you know, I promote a high raw diet for, um, a lot of people just don't either don't want to be fully raw or, you know, they just, they're just struggling with keeping at it. And so adding in a little bit of steamed vegetables or, you know, whatever, you know, um, helps you consume more fresh fruits and vegetables I am all for Um, and and I have found yeah like adding in some steamed potatoes or just steamed vegetables into a nice big raw salad can even for for a lot of people that can make it a sustainable uh, practice for them where if they're just eating just a fully raw salad you know they might not fully latch on to that idea they might just not feel like it's working for them and so adding in just some some cooked vegetables or even some quinoa or something like that that can make a huge difference in how much they enjoy it and they're still getting a massive raw you know meal with just a little bit of cooked food in there and and that can help them reach their goals Mm -hmm. whereas they were struggling before so it's something that people should be open to yeah and they should check out your book you got this the latest ebook that's out the art of salad mastery so folks can make these delicious salad dressings at home and put together these really amazing huge salads (laughs) (laughs) um so out of all the salad dressing recipes you've made which one is your favorite might be a difficult question (laughs) that is a difficult question it's 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 hard to pick one especially because it kind of it changes you know based on just how I'm feeling uh the one that we probably make the most right now is the smokehouse dressing Hmm. um so that it's like a smoked paprika um I think it's sesame seeds yeah we kind of um so the the actual dressing or the recipe in the book uh, I, I think it's sesame seeds, but I, I switch up the ingredients a lot. So when I'm making it at home for myself, I'll use, it, it's the basic same ingredients, but I'll switch up the nut or the seeds. So sometimes I'll use sesame, sometimes I'll use uh, sunflower, um, and sometimes I'll use almond, 
things like Does that. Does it drastically change the taste? A little bit, but it still has the it still has the essence of that same recipe. So mm -hmm. yeah, you can switch it up. Um, but yeah, that's that's the one that we probably make the most right now. Um, but I love I love dill dressings a lot. Those are really nice, especially if I'm, you know, having it with uh, like avocado, you know, or like sometimes I even just chop up a little avocado, put some fresh dill in there, some lemon juice and some like cayenne pepper, mix that around. And that's that's an amazing dressing, too. So, you know, it can be as simple or as, as complex as you want to make it. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the recipes that I put in the Art of Salad Mastery, I think I think people will really like. Um, they're some of my favorites. And, and like I said, that smokehouse one. It's, it's the one we use the most recently around here, but also it's the one that I get the most feedback from where people just love it, so. Wow, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's awesome. Yeah, smoked paprika, I've used it a few times. I'm not a fan, but okay. maybe I have to try your dressing to see if that changes my mind. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could. And in my dressings, I do put in a couple dates in, in mm, the dressings so that gives that, it, yeah yeah it, it really blends things together it just it, it ties everything together so well mm -hmm. um and and it just makes it taste so good so but yeah it, even if you're if you're not a fan of the smoked paprika um there's you know plenty of other flavors of dressings in there without that um, yeah. and you could even just substitute uh just regular paprika or you could you know just leave it out or try putting in a, a different uh, spice that you do like. And, yeah. and I, bet it would, I bet it would still taste really good. Yeah, because um, like when we talk about making culturally relevant dishes, right? You were mentioning dill. And I know like uh, with my Polish family, dill is like really their thing. Even like my mom okay. who's from Jamaica, she loves dill right now. Like that's her thing right now. Um, but like my parents are from the West Indies in Jamaica, we use um, jerk seasoning, right? Okay. So even using jerk spice in this in these salad dressings to like Jamaicanize, you know, right, <laughs> salads, right. I think is really worth experimenting and having fun to make, make the dishes your own. Like, of course, try it the way you have it because the chef, the experienced chef put it together, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but then play around with it. I think I like that, like what you said about, you know, swapping things out. That makes sense too, right? Because yeah. you're not gonna swap out curry spice for like, an avocado or whatever like because that's right. different you know yeah yeah so exactly. where it makes sense yep yep the, that is that is one of the big things that I believe in as well is just personalizing things to fit your preferences and your your you know situation so whether it's the foods you eat the the ingredients in your recipes or just how you structure your diet and lifestyle uh, everybody's going to have a different situation and everybody's going to have to find the way that it works the best for them. And so that's why, you know, I'm, I'm not big on, on giving everybody just one blanket statement on how they should exactly structure their diet or, you know, live their lifestyle because we're all in, you know, different situations and there's a lot of factors that go into that. So to make it sustainable for everybody, I think you have to have a little bit of flexibility 
a little bit of creativity and and just have fun with it and and, and experiment and and find what works for you yeah awesome ditto where can folks find you online so they can continue to watch all these great recipes you keep coming out with yeah thank you um so people can find me i'm mostly right now on youtube and instagram and both of those my my channel names are just raw intuition awesome well thank you and, so much Matt. yeah and I, I should mention also my, my website as well they can find me on my website and that's myrawintuition.com great and i will make sure all these links are in the show notes so make sure to click on the link below this video. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing all this valuable knowledge on how to make some healthy salads. My pleasure is an honor.